Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shambhalers from Social Media. Today is the fifth day in our quest, learning all about the holiday of Perm. And today, before we get to our very short mission, I just want to um, say over a quick thing to look forward to. So here at Shalom from Shalom Yom, the avenue that we choose in our preparation for the holidays, our Mishnahs, just because simply, A, that's like the halacha groundwork for everything. Um, and also, B, that's what I feel the most comfortable saying over, and that's what I feel the most qualified saying over. So that's why we, we chose Mishnahs. However, I always implore you and I always encourage you to go and prepare in other ways the holiday whether for you it's what on whatever you feel comfortable with Gamara, if it's perm you want to read through the megillah a few times beforehand um that's also really good and that's something that i encourage you to do so just something to keep in mind for the holiday of perm while you're reading over the megillah keep this in mind there's a fake famous machlokis between the rambam and the ramban which is how do we interpret medrash in our lives so if you were to look at medrash and you would look at every medrash is true and you would say, well, this is true, and that is true, and this is true, and that is true, and this is true, and that is true, then maybe A, some of them would contradict each other, and also B, some of them just wouldn't be possible. And so you have to have the expectation that some midrashim are to be inter- interpreted li- literally. However, some are just supposed to teach us a dvar halacha, or just to tell us a story in order to teach us a lesson. However, when it comes to Megillah, Megillah is very nister. There's, there's some like mysterious tone to the Megillah. You really have to read in between the lines and be very careful and, and look past every word to see the hidden meaning that lies behind it. And there's a simple reason for that, which is that all, a lot of Tanakh was written with Ruach HaKodesh or um, told by Hashem himself and transcribed um, transcribed by Moshe. And however, the Megillah was written by Mordechai and Esther. It actually records at the end of the Megillah how the Megillah was written. It's recorded by it was written down by Mordechai and Esther on the careful watch of Ahasuerus and his royal cabinet. But because it was under the, the, the close watch of Ahasuerus and his royal cabinet, a lot of the things you can imagine were probably censored, and Mordechai and Esther, in order to avoid being killed for writing treasonous things against the government, they probably had to hide up some things. So that's where all the Midrashim come in, whether it's talking about Vashti, um, their pimples, or whether it's talking about Hashverosh and things that he did, and 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 painting Hashverosh in a different way than Megillah paints itself. Because if you think about it, Mordechai and Esther aren't going to write about Hashverosh as this horrible, evil person, even though that's what Chazal like to paint him, like to paint him as, because he's going to be the one that's going to be looking through and editing it. And if he sees something that paints him in a bad light, he's just going to execute Mordechai and Esther. So just something to, to pay close attention to. A well, the Megillah is being read on the 14th of Adar, once we are all in shul listening to the Megillah. But also, another thing to look out for um, when we're when we're doing preparation. Again, I encourage you to do some preparation and to have this idea in mind. So, Zeke read us so beautifully um, yesterday's mission asked which we're talking about, Adarish and Adarshani. However, it ended with a line. The line was, That there is no difference between between the first the first Adar and the second Adar, except you can only do um Kriyas Megillah and Matanos Levionim in the second Adar. Right? So so if you use that formula, ain't ben blank, la blank, ella blank, right? It's like a formula in math. There's no there's no difference between these two things except for this one thing. So the next five Mishnahos, and hence the next five days, we are going to be going through a bunch of different halakhic situations. The Mishnah likes to go off on tangents sometimes. And so once introduced with this formula of Ain, Bain, Blank, LeBlank, Ella, Blank, the Mishnah is now going to rattle off a lot of halakhas that maybe aren't so relevant, 
but they are all, certainly all very interesting. And now, this is a very short Mishnah, let's just go. And when Yom Tov the Shabbos, there is no difference between Yom Tov and Shabbos, Ela Ochel Nefesh Bavad, except you're allowed to do preparations for food on Yom Tif. And there's a little bit of a misconception. Some people think that this is a rabbinic decree that you're able to prepare food on Yom Tif. That is not true. It is actually the Pasuk. In Shmos Perakid Bey's Pasuk um, Tet Zayin, it says, Koma Chaloya Sebahem, Ach Asher Yachal, Lachol Nefesh, Hu Levado Yasechem. No malacha can be done on on them, which is talking about the first and seventh days of Pesach, except that will be eaten. So you're able to do a bunch of malachas, such as kneading, cooking, um, lighting a fire, um, transferring, and and doing and doing shechita. Again, just make sure to check with your LOR local Orthodox rabbi um, for some for some practical things about what exactly you want to do on. What exactly you want to do on Yantif? And then finishes off Ain Bain Shabbos Yom Kippur. And there's no difference between Shabbos and Yom Kippur in talking about the, talking about the penalties and the punishments that you get from for desecrating it. Elishazes dono biyede Adam, except for Shabbos, you are punished by a court of people. If you are caught breaking Shabbos while given a warning and told what the punishment is, and you still do it, you have to imagine you have to be insane to do that. Um, the, then, then you are you are liable to a death penalty in by a by a based in by a court. However, um, however, the if you do something on purpose, um, for Yom Kippur, if you if you do malacha on purpose, then you are punished with karis. You are punished with death by the court of heaven, which is much 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 worse. And I hope that you are excited because we're now one day closer to the holiday of Purim. Have a wonderful day.